As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 422. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about a topic that keeps coming up in conversations I have with people around dating and relationships. And it's a, a topic, or rather a pitfall, that so many of us fall into. And that is dating in potential only dating in potential, dating for the potential of what could be instead of the reality of what is. And now, obviously, the whole point of dating and any relationship in the beginning, of course, is potential. Of course, you have to see potential, you have to explore potential, and then you have to confirm it's there. That's kind of how anything in life works, I suppose. But I have found time and time again, and i bet you'd agree too that if we only look for potential, if we stay glued to potential, if we only fall for potential, well then we totally disregard reality. That's the reality of a relationship today, of a person today, the reality of what you deserve today. And if we do that, well then we run the risk of what I see is so common. We ignore red flags. We slowly talk ourselves out of what we actually want and what we actually deserve. We find ways to rationalize more time and more hope that something will change or that something will become bigger or better. And then voila, you open your eyes and you've given way too much time to someone or something that frankly was never good enough for you in the first place or you weren't ready for in the first place, all because you let your eagerness for potential outweigh the need to see reality as it is today. So I want to talk about this subject a bit here in a really practical way, because it's not as simple as saying don't date for potential, because of course you have to, but it's about balance, a balance of going fast and going slow, a balance of being grounded in today, but excited for growth, a balance of looking at words and actions, a balance between eagerness and what actually is. 
So I'll hop right into it. Quick thank you for everyone for continuing to support me. It really means so much. And if you're looking for a way to support me, it's as simple as picking up one of my books or journals. Uh, that's what I do for a living. I do the podcast and I write all day, every day, and I love it. And I'm so privileged to be able to do it. And my most recent book, but first inner piece is something I'm really proud of. It contains 60 days of perspective and journal prompts. And it's something that really it captures over a year of my thoughts and my mindsets and, and the things that I've learned. So if you are looking to start a new life chapter where you finally decide it's your turn to be loved like you've always loved others, you can check it out. It's available exclusively on Amazon and it's called But First Inner Peace. But let's get into this subject here, potential versus reality. And as I mentioned, Looking at potential is, of course, a totally normal and inherent and required part of a relationship early on. You meet and you start to get to know each other. There's no rush. Nothing is forced. You're both looking, literally looking to see if you both have potential together. Do you compliment? Do you compliment each other? Do you understand each other? Are you both on the same page? Do you both offer each other what you're looking for? Great. You're looking to answer those questions, the answer to which will tell you if there's more to come. Fantastic. But where we get caught up is never actually answering those questions, but continuing to hope that more awaits you in the future, that potential is just around the corner, that magically all of those questions will become clear without actually answering them. And that is where we get tripped up. We stop looking for answers. We stop looking for clarity. We stop dating for clarity. And instead, we date for potential. Dating for potential rather than dating for reality, dating for clarity. Now, reality, of course, doesn't have to be perfect. It can take time to know for sure if the relationship is what you want it to be. It can take time for you to know how you really feel in addition to knowing how they really feel. But the difference here is action and continuing to ask and answer those questions. We can't rely on the idea of potential to escape reality. That's reality that's maybe starting to look bleak and not what you really want. But instead of examining it and accepting it, saying, oh, it's almost there, just a bit more, just another trip together, just another month, just a bit more changed behavior. And the point of this episode is to encourage you to practice honesty. We can't rely on potential to fuel blind hope in a situation where if we really examined it, it might show us that it's not what we want and it doesn't deserve more time, energy, or effort. Because potential is not enough. We can't date for potential alone and we can't fall for potential alone. And I could talk on and on about why we do this, why we're wired to fall for potential. I could talk about our empathy and wanting to fix people and, and the patience we give and the love we give. But at the end of the day, I wanted to get really practical about this and find a way to help us like snap out of it. How do we reframe looking at a relationship? How do we look at a relationship for what it is rather than what we want it to be? How do we differentiate between what it is and what we project it to be? Well, it kind of goes back to what I mentioned. The point of dating early on, at least the point of courtship is to answer questions. Do you complement each other? Do you understand each other? Are you both on the same page? Do you both offer each other what you're looking for? The problem here, though, is the second we think maybe yes, maybe, 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 we lose sight of reality and we start to jump to potential. We stop looking for clarity. 
But the way to snap back to reality is to come back to those questions and actually examine if we've answered them. Because when we're dating in potential alone, we still have a bunch of question marks in our eyes, but we refuse to address them out of fear, frankly, out of fear of starting over, out of fear of letting something go that could be good, and so on. Normal human reactions, but we can't exist solely in potential. We have to find a way to see things clearly. And I recall many episodes ago, I encouraged you to ask yourself when when deciding if a relationship is right or wrong for you, to ask yourself, if nothing were to change, is this good enough for me? And I still think that's a great question. It could be really eye-opening. If nothing were to change, is this good enough for me? But in the year or so since I've done that episode, I've come to realize how easy it is for us to dodge actually answering that question. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, because, you know, things will change soon, or I know we're so, we're capable of so much more, or, well, yeah, because things are about to slow down and we'll have more time together, right? We're, we're very good at rationalizing staying in potential. So I was thinking about this morning, this morning, how can we actually give ourselves more clarity? Am I dating in potential or am I dating in reality? Well, I alluded to it here, and this won't come as a, a shock coming from me if you listen to the podcast, but what separates potential from reality is action. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Specifically, what separates potential from reality is effort, your effort and their effort and the action that comes from it. 
We find clarity when we focus on how they show up in the relationship versus how you wish they would show up in the relationship. We find clarity when we focus on how we show up in the relationship versus how we wish we would show up in the relationship. Effort and action from both of us. And so I'd encourage you to do the following. Referencing those things you're looking for in a partner, I'd encourage you to write them down. Literally write them down, specifically the adjectives. I want a partner who is kind, honest, motivated, and understanding, for instance, just throwing those out there. Great. That's what you have set out to find, someone who is kind, honest, motivated, and understanding. Adjectives, right? Now, to the point of the episode, once the relationship starts to roll, we tend to stop trying to determine if that person truly offers those qualities. Maybe they did initially. Now we're locked into potential. Maybe they offer glimpses of hope, locked in potential. And that potential leads us to stop looking for clarity. So my recommendation is we need to come back to those adjectives, but this time we're not just leaving them as as adjectives, we're making them verbs. And you know if you listen to the pod that I love verbs, the great equalizer in life, verbs. You want someone who is kind, honest, motivated, and understanding. Well, to see if you're only dating in potential or if you're actually dating in reality, turn those adjectives into verbs. What verbs do they do that support them being kind? What verbs do they do that support them being honest, motivated, understanding? Whatever adjectives you said you're looking for, turn them to verbs and audit. Do an audit. It's the only way to break through the divide between potential and reality. It's the only way to break the way you've been projecting potential onto reality that might not support it. What are the verbs they do? Not that they say they'll do, but actually do to support those adjectives. Do they listen to you? Do they show up for you? Are they motivated in their career? Are they consistent? Do they share how they feel? Do they talk about the future? Do they own up to their failures? And and so on and so on. What verbs align with the adjectives that you say you want in a partner? And I hope you do this, kind of like an audit, just quick, and I hope you'll find a bunch. I hope you'll find a nice long list of verbs or moments where you can say they genuinely are trying to verb. (laughs) Great. To me, as an outsider, that sounds like you have found a reality that supports your vision, or at least a reality that is heading in the direction you want. Great. The flip side, though, might be an indication that you've been locked in on only potential. Lots of adjectives, but no real support, no proof, your honor, that they're true because there's no supporting verbs. And that's the moment, of course, where you see reality for what it is. And perhaps with some vulnerability, you'll see it's a reality that doesn't support the potential you've been projecting, and then you'll have a decision to make but it's a helpful exercise nonetheless. And that's exercise one that I would really encourage you to do, but there's more here. We need to get real. Dating and potential isn't always about them and what they say they'll do versus what they actually do. It's also about you and what you say you'll do versus what you actually do, how you want to feel versus how you actually feel. So I wanna add here that you should do the same exercise for yourself. Make a list of adjectives for the things you know you're capable of being, the person you know you're capable of being in a relationship, the things you bring to the table, the things you'd say are the things you truly and energetically do when you know someone is right for you. That's you being whatever it is you decide, adjectives, right? Supportive, present, honest, selfless, whatever it is. Decide those for yourself and then ask yourself, well, what verbs are you doing that support that you're that way and not just projecting a day where you'll be that way. 
again, I hope you'll find all kinds of verbs to support that you're trying, that you're willing to do those things eagerly and consistently, that you're showing up in the same way that you hope your partner shows up for you. But if you find that that doesn't come that easily, that you can't make that list of verbs to support the adjectives that you say you are or want to be, well, perhaps that's a sign that you're not there as much as you're projecting yourself to be, or that you've been projecting a future, a future like quote, in love version of yourself. This can be quite eye-opening, don't you think? We could very well be holding ourselves back and we play a large role in buying it to potential. It's not always about them, it's about us too, our potential. Our potential to finally give everything we have, our potential to be all in, eagerly, without constraints. So something to think about here. And at the end of the day, dating and potential, it can be about them, the person you want them to be versus who they really are, and it can be about you, the person you want to be versus who you really are today in this reality. But either way, it's up to you to find clarity between the two. Clarity between the projection of what you want versus the reality of what is, the current reality of the willingness you have or they have as it is today, the projection of adjectives, feelings, outcomes versus the effort it actually takes to get there. And I think the best way to do this is to look at verbs and the verbs, right? The verbs that make those lofty adjectives and those lofty feelings that we all point to as the hallmark signs of a great relationship actually come to life. The verbs that make those adjectives come to life. Find the verbs or the lack of verbs, and I think you'll find the clarity you need to make a decision. Are you dating in reality or in potential? Because at the end of the day, you deserve a relationship that makes you and your partner feel the way you both want because of your effort, because of your willingness to provide the actions that are needed to make those adjectives come to life. Actions that make you feel loved, supported, understood, and actions that prove to you that you are all in, that you're willing to try, willing to fail, and that requires vulnerability. But it's the best sign that the reality of the relationship you're in is what you both deserve. Verbs. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd be super grateful if you could take maximum 45 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down, tap five stars, and then write a quick sentence. If you're listening on Spotify, you scroll to the top, hit five stars, and hit submit. But thank you so much for doing that. It helps the show grow, so I appreciate it. And as always, thank you so much for picking up a copy of But First, Inner Peace, or any of my other journals at newmindsetwhodis.com. But that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. 
With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.